0: So I was listening to a podcast today and I could like kind of tell by the tone of voice of the the guy, the the host, like that something was (laughs) different. Uh I won't, I won't name him in case somebody cares. But I was like, man, and you know what I actually thought? Like, is he drunk? Like, is he?
1: So you're trying to reenact that?
0: No, no, no. I've I, I just had a couple of, couple of sips, you know, it's, it's after he talk- five o'clock. He, I mean, he didn't say he was drunk, oh, okay. but it was just, I, I...
1: You're just wondering.
0: I just wondered. So okay. I wonder if, if people can, can sense the, the tension in our voices from the experience we just had.
1: Yeah, I was like, it's so pretty outside. Let's go on a walk with the dog.
0: Yeah, we we knew that tonight was podcast recording night. The weather's phenomenal. We had a, a, a good, productive day, and so it's like, let's just take a quick walk with the dog.
1: Get our blood flowing. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, we got all of our cortisol released.
0: So our dog, on the way back, got attacked by two pit bulls, and um,
1: that we're not, Jessica
0: was holding... They were not on a leash. Yeah, not on a leash. Our dog was on a leash. Just got the leash. And then Jessica had, you know, a flash of terror <laughs> and dropped the leash after they you could see these dogs meant business. And then I, I think I flashed back to like early Karate Kid, you know, memories yeah, from that movie. You we were
1: just like trying to kick the dogs off of our dog, but they were fierce and super aggressive.
0: Yeah. Like they latched on to our dog's neck and I'm, you know, kicking them. And then the owner comes over and is like, don't kick my dog. And I'm like, like <laughs> Get your dog off my dog, you know. Catch <laughs> your dog a, is attacking it was, ours.
1: It was a whole experience. Yeah. I, um, anyway, we went from like winding not, down to yeah, wound. Hopefully, oh. we don't sound too tense.
0: Yeah, so uh, Our dog anyway, is okay. And the dog, the dog seems to be okay. Our
1: dog has um some little bite marks and some blood, but he seems generally okay.
0: Um, we were just we've been reliving this moment like what if i was wearing steel-toed boots i i I may have uh done some damage no it was um it got our blood flowing a little bit and we're gonna go ahead and continue to roll into to podcast time so our last uh podcast conversation was actually one that we recorded fairly long time ago i think back in may and it was our um, discussion about form versus function um
1: i don't remember it
0: of course not (laughs) But it was mostly along the lines of how we make, you know, kind of design decisions um, as it relates to the shop and maybe even specifically the, the current coffee shop they're working on right now. And now we are towards the end of this process and we've had to make um, some changes midstream and I thought it might be interesting to, to see how you feel sort of right now. And I, and I also kind of wanted to tie it back to motherhood like specifically like the gestation <laughs> cycle of a child
1: it's funny because I do always say when we're opening a shop it's time to birth the baby but this one has been exactly nine months
0: so far yeah. I mean then no, actually it's been more than more nine America- months
1: maybe yeah
0: but it's but it, it does sort of feel that way and yeah. I, I've been around very pregnant women at those later stages before and it's as a man, it's difficult to to truly empathize, but I have a lot of sympathy for those last few weeks. How yeah. how close? Okay, obviously this is apples and oranges here, but like, is that a fair analogy?
1: Yes, it just starts getting very uncomfortable, and I would say that's where we're at with this project. I know both of us are ready to get back to the other parts of our business that we've kind of sidelined hmm. mostly. Um. in a leadership way. It, we, we both kind of know this is not our best use of our time.
0: Yeah, yeah. We made a decision early on. So there's like form versus function and then there's also sort of like cost benefit analysis of should you hire somebody to do something mm-hmm. or should you try and do it yourself and save money? And a lot of like DIY you know, homeowners, you know, they make that cost-benefit analysis and then they become I feel like proficient. this has
1: been a tough lesson for us to learn. But I will say it's gone both ways. There have been certain things that we have paid a lot of money for and it still has taken forever and still is maybe not up <laughs> to our standard. And then on the other side, we're like, oh, you know, we can do, um, we can build the benches and we'll build the deck And some of these like carpentry things, yeah, and
0: things that things that we've done around the house maybe previously or in previous smaller versions of our shops,
1: four thousand square feet. Yeah, it is just a big project, and I mean, where we're at now, I know that we we should have hired probably a construction firm.
0: Yeah,
1: and when I think of how much money we've spent, we probably would pay about the same amount. So next time just remind me of this podcast I need to listen to it <laughs> I need to just bite the bullet get a bigger construction loan because I always think that I can do things for less huh. than what they actually cost
0: that was that was gonna be like the question asked like with hindsight being 2020 or uh, practically hindsight we're still yeah. in the middle of it but yeah. like if you could go back seven months and, and have a conversation with yourself <laughs> of like hey this is what you're in for would, would you would you choose differently
1: yes hmm. yes
0: no because I think
1: both time and money have become a problem. It's not only drug out so long, mm. but now we're in a position where we really don't have the budget left to hire anyone. So it's kind of like we're stuck in this bad spot. We're where stuck
0: with ourselves.
1: <laughs> we're stuck with ourselves. <laughs> uh, yeah, SOS, again, I keep saying this every podcast, but we are stuck with ourselves and trying to... I feel like I've been perpetually saying we're three weeks away too. (laughs) And it's a bit of like a groundhog day effect now where people are like, Oh, how close are you? Oh, three weeks, three weeks. But then it just never seems to like move past that.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely agree that if, if I could go back in time, I would say, yeah, let's go ahead and pay some folks for it.
1: Yeah. and, And the thing is, is we did hire someone, but small. Very small crew. It ended up being bigger than he... We needed a big... Like a whole construction crew of 10 guys or something.
0: Yeah. So that makes it... So what's interesting is... Let's go... I'm going to do like a, a flashback within a flashback. So only reason... Or maybe not the only reason, but one of the reasons that you agreed and wanted to take on this project was because of your estimation of its size and our capacity for being able to do it. And it wasn't until we started to sort of peel the layers back, like literally like Mm -hmm. look behind the wall to see Mm -hmm. what the, um, you know, flooring and studs look like that it was clear that it was a larger project. So if you could go all the way back and you knew that it would be that big of a project, would you still do it?
1: Would I have even purchased Um, hmm. in a lot of ways, it's been still perfect because it's right next to our current roastery. So when we were moving that heavy piece of equipment mm. yesterday, I was talking with Ethan and Mindy and I was like, imagine if we were having to move all this stuff like across town mm. and we were driving, you know, 20 minutes between every trip where right now we're rolling it across the parking lot. So there were some things that have lined up really well. I think I still would do it um, I think there's definitely like if we're just talking about our relationship, I've definitely resented you at times <laughs> as I get more tired I didn't ask that more tired <laughs> where where's this, this podcast is a, going? This is a confessional <laughs> all right um, and I'm losing sleep at night I, I like I'm not sleeping while well. I'm up worrying for three or four hours so are you yeah and we we actually. Have asked ourselves if we want to watch a movie now In the middle of the night at 2am Because we're both awake And we don't know how to fall back asleep Because we're just sitting there worrying But I think There's been some resentment from me Because I don't think I was ready to I I wasn't ready for the duration Of this project Hmm. Like my dentist today said How was your summer? And I looked at him and I said Not good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how's that <laughs> which we went to high school together and it was fine like um I could have been more polite but um, yeah I, I was honest
0: <laughs> well the um I think the thing for me I, I agree I would still do it I still I still am glad that we yeah. made we took a big swing it's like and, the vision is there yeah and and as those final pieces are starting to come together it it is starting starting to get satisfying of like, okay, something is happening. And, and again, sort of taking it back to like birth, like <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that something's happening there in that, that, that last trimester, especially the, the second, second and third trimesters. And, but then it's like, let's go ahead and get this thing done so we can move on to the next thing.
1: Yeah. I would say right now for me, I'm trying to make those calculations on if it's worth it, to slow down and take our time and do all the design things that we want to do, or if we should just open and then we know how hard it is to do anything. Once we open, cause sure. we're open seven days a week Sure, or open, you know, 360 days a year. So I'm trying, cause you know, I'm impatient. I can't even sit through one of your stories. <laughs> I
0: <laughs> how was your day. Get on with it.
1: <laughs> you were telling a really long story earlier and I was like, Okay, I'm good. I don't need to know every detail of what you did at the gym today.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it was Just such a Just tell me if
1: it was hard or not. such a
0: good gym story. You'll never know. It's okay. I'll never know. The Honeymoon Coffee Company podcast is brought to you this week by More Guitars. More Guitars is based in Evansville, Indiana, but ships all sorts of guitars all over the country. Les Pauls, Gibsons, Fenders, and a whole bunch of other guitar brands that I've never even heard of. In fact, if you know guitars, you probably already know about more guitars. But what you may not know is that they recently collaborated with us at the Evansville Coffee Company to create their own signature blends based on guitar pickups. The P90 and the single coil blend were a full-body yes for Rob and Corey when we cupped them together down at our headquarters. So order them today and use the promo code PODCAST5 to get 5% off the P90, or the single coil, or any other one of our blends from our partners at EvansvilleCoffee.com. Cheers.
1: So I'm—I don't know—is how are you feeling in that in that um, instance? Do you feel like we should push, push, push and get the doors open, and then we can kind of put finishing touches on it later, or we should really take our time here and make sure every little detail is perfect?
0: No, no, no. Definitely the former. We, we we need to... I think we need to get open. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Former? I always get confused. Is that the first one or the last one?
0: Okay. So say them both together in your head and see if it's clear.
1: It's not.
0: Okay. Former and what's the other one? Ladder. Okay. So ladder is later. later. Yeah. Okay. That's an easy way for me to remember it. You just got to quickly say it in your head. Former, ladder, ladder, later. Okay. Former first. Okay. Got it. Done. Yes. So the first thing that you said... So let's get open. (laughs) I agree. Let's get open. Because the reality is like nothing is ever done. Nothing is ever perfect.
1: I feel like I hear that so much in entrepreneurship stories where people tried to make everything perfect. And if they would have just launched.
0: Sure. Perfect is the enemy of the good.
1: But I feel like we're really good at not being that way.
0: Not being perfect?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're kind of like accepted that with, yeah. you know, three stores, it's just not always perfect. Yeah. There's something usually going wrong somewhere. Sure. Um, but I am struggling with the kind of tension of wanting to make it the way that I want it.
0: I'm struggling with the fact that I am not very good at some of these things that I've wanted to Be good at? take a crack at. Mm-hmm. Like so do you know who Sir Ken Robinson is? Slash was. He died. Yes,
1: Zach. Thank you, do? you for saying it in a way that you think I'm stupid. I was
0: I was trying to enunciate but it. You want me to say like, in a British accent? <laughs> Sir Ken Robinson.
1: <laughs> you made me listen to his Ted Talk.
0: Yeah. Well it's like the number one Ted talk of all time. Yeah. Anyway, so in his Ted Talk, he tells a story about this little girl who is trying to um draw a picture and she's just drawing furiously and the the teacher comes up to her and says what are you doing and she looks up and says i'm drawing a picture of god and the teacher says well nobody knows what god looks like and the girl without skipping a beat looks up at the teacher and says well they will in a minute
1: (laughs) (laughs) she'll have it done
0: (laughs) which is and then so then he ties it back to like you know that's how kids are like if they don't know they'll have a go. Yeah. And that's sort of like a mantra that I've sort of sometimes implicitly, sometimes explicitly said like, okay, I don't know, but I'm going to have a go and I'm going to try this and see if I can figure it out.
1: Yeah. And I, I think feel like I'm I, I try to hold now. you back.
0: Say that again. I feel like
1: you do that. And then I try to like ground you. Be like, Which you
0: should sometimes because I, <laughs> I know, like, I uh, like. but I in this
1: instance, I totally was like, Okay. Well, If you really want it, I guess we can do it. And then it's just gotten like super out of control from there.
0: So yeah, that, that mantra is I'm going to go ahead and retire (laughs) it or at least, um, minimize it, lessen it, you know, significantly, you know, if I don't know, um, I'm going to hire somebody who does. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, my new mantra is going to be when in doubt, hire it out.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to remind you of that. Okay. 'Cause yeah. you I think said you wanted to build a deck at our house after you started over there.
0: <sighs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see.
1: But what are the things like that you think we've been you know, putting on the back burner? What are yeah, you when excited you said that, to get back to? When
0: you when you mention the time thing, I think the calculation that I did was based on sort of what is my time worth Mm -hmm. like trying to put a dollar amount on it or what else would I be doing with my time in terms of mostly like productivity. And, but what I didn't really realize or calculate was that it sapped so much of my energy to be able to invest in um, the relationships with our team that is like, if, I, if I'm being honest, like, that's when I'm at my best. Well, you I, said
1: it saps your energy.
0: Correct. That's what I'm, I'm saying. When I have the energy to invest in our team, that's, like, one of my best yeah, powers. Yeah. Like, that's one of the things that I'm actually and good And I at. feel
1: like we were doing so well before we started the West Side. After we had opened Newburgh, we were having leadership trainings with our managers. You were doing a Biscuits with the Boss that was fun. <laughs> like, we were... We were having soup nights at our house. We were going all out. And then it was like, uh, we haven't done any of that since we've started doing construction.
0: And so when you, when you talk about time, that's what, that's what comes up for me is, is not just, can I do it? But it's like, should I do it? And, and at what cost of what else I could be doing, um, and what's needed. And, um, yeah, it's not all about, you know, saving money or learning how to do something interesting. Um, and I also, if I'm being honest, I, f- I feel, this won't surprise you at all, I feel some um, responsibility to, like, our customers who had been excited about a possible summer opening. Yeah, and I know, it is, I
1: know. that That is something I was like, Zach, you have to let that go. Yeah. You have this, like... I have to do it for the customer because they are wanting it, but we can only do it as fast as we can do it.
0: I know. (laughs) Except we could have done it faster if we would have hired (laughs) a larger crew. So that's where I, that's where the cycle starts. But you know,
1: we tried our best and we're still trying our best. So have some grace with yourself there.
0: Okay. I'll try. (laughs) Any, any final thoughts about, um, did my analogy land in any other ways about just like sort of, Having a child and like, so you're also at this point, this is your fourth location and your third one that you got to have a significant yes, part of the construction it did
1: land a little bit more. I feel like every time you have a kid, you get a little less. Obviously, you're not you don't have the checklist. You you're a little more fly by the seat of your pants. I've definitely been I was so organized with our list of what we needed to purchase for Newburg. I was there every day just kind of overseeing. Everything that needed ordered. And here, I'm like, oh wait, I forgot. We need parking bumpers. Wait, I haven't ordered a hand wash sink. I mean, just all over the place. And part of it, I think, is because we're not sleeping.
0: Well, then, at the same time that you're trying to gestate this new baby slash store, like, the other store is still, you know, it's learning to walk. And, you know, yeah. the, the ice machine <laughs> needs to be repaired. And the sink is starting to leak. Yeah. And um, But
1: I will say we have such a great team Yeah. that I haven't noticed anything. I did work a couple shifts in the last week just cause I was like, I need to get back in the stores, make sure everything's running. Okay. And I, I was there and things were fine and customers were delighted and product looked good and all of those things. So I will say, you know, our team does a great job of kind of holding it down right now. And I think they're also ready to be done.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> And they So
1: part of me feels bad that we've subjected them to another store opening. Sure, Although sure. I will say, I think they think it's exciting, but I'm sure just as I resent you at times, there could be some resentment there as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we we have joked about we've had our fair amount of trauma bonding.
1: We have. <laughs> we have. And, and that's the thing, we've become so close with our team that, we just trust them.
0: I just, I just remembered, like, I guess we put it out of our minds. We had some trauma bonding with the actual machines that we talked about in the last episode. The The San Franciscan roasters.
1: Getting the 1,400-pound roasters up a level into oh, our building.
0: Yeah. That was...
1: <laughs> Without a forklift?
0: <laughs> we, we looked and fretted and freaked out. And then, um, our, our good friend and podcast producer Wes happened to be running by like, this is, this is totally, this is a true story. Happened to be running by, saw that we were busy, said, Oh, I don't know if I want to bother them. Yeah, I feel like I should go over there <laughs> and pops over and we're like, uh, here's what we've got to do. And we don't know how to do it. And we can't I'm find I'm trying
1: them. to call rental companies to get some sort of forklift. This is an example of me. Um, being really worried about something. So I, I'm i also really worried about the venting, just so you know. Okay. So I was really worried about getting these roasters up because you have to take them upstairs. Cause about the, four and a half feet off yeah, the ground. Yeah, the stage is about four and a half feet off the ground. I didn't know how we were going to do it. But I was like, don't panic. It won't be as bad as you think. <laughs> and then when they got there... <laughs> that was your mantra? Yeah, that was my mantra the whole time. It won't were, be as bad as you cause think. Because it was a three-month process of them building these machines. Right. So I put it out of my head. I said, don't worry. You're making this a bigger deal than it is. It's going to be fine. They get there and they are enormous and so heavy. And no one knows how we're going to get them up. And I'm calling rental companies. No one's answering. I get a hold of one guy. He's trying to help me. I'm taking pictures of the site.
0: Yeah, they were seven feet tall, four feet wide mm-hmm. and 1500 pounds. So it
1: ended up that a neighbor across the street, Wes's father-in-law had a, are those called Bobcat's?
0: Oh, I don't know what they're called, but but he like gets on the the horn with his father in law, like gets him on Facetime. And was like, hey, I don't know what you're doing, but we are in a serious pickle. And <laughs> I like, love
1: that you use pickle. I don't know. Yeah.
0: But he's but he's like, you know, they're on Facetime, and he's he's like, all right, here's the crates, here's the hole, here's the height, and he's like, all right, I'll be there in ten minutes. And he like dropped everything and and brought his son over. I and know. It like, really
1: was. It was such a. Like, heartwarming, it would be how I would describe it, to have... It felt very old-fashioned.
0: Sure, like a, it like was a like, barn raising. Yes, like yeah, Amish. it was
1: like this neighbor sees that we need help yeah. and comes across the street with his heavy machinery and we're able to lift it into the opening of our building.
0: Not without a moment of, of peril. <laughs> yep. So Wes is standing on the forklift, counterbalancing the weight and we get it up in the air, and we're about to sort of figure out how we're going to lift it, push it, pull it. I don't know. And he hops off, and it's just enough weight taken off that the whole thing starts to tip. And this is a this is an expensive machine. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. but it's expensive. And his father-in-law is there on the other side, and it's about to tip on him.
1: It was slow motion.
0: And I ran over there and... Pushed it back up and he pushed it back up, and Wes jumped back on the other side and counterbalanced it. But, like, it was it was harrowing.
1: It really was. I kind of wish we it started been this
0: on... podcast with a harrowing, you know, neighbor story, and we're I finishing know, it with I'm another harrowing thinking neighbor story. Maybe
1: we just need to go to a beach somewhere and have a <laughs> non harrowing time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But you, yeah, it did. It did end with um, we all we all like felt like we went through something together. Yeah, it there felt was like we bonding. had run yeah.
1: a marathon somehow. And also, like I think Mindy said, it was like the very best day she's ever had combined with the worst, <laughs> and it somehow made sense. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we'll always remember getting it in there, and we're never moving to wrap it up. Your um, assessment of its beauty now that you see it in person.
1: Oh, it's so pretty.
0: It's it really beautiful. is. Like every, it, it, it exceeded my every expectations. Every
1: single construction worker that comes, I give them the entire tour. I show them the roasters and like, it's amazing. Like they're all stunned and they think it's just the coolest thing. It's a
0: piece of equipment, but it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> and it roasts coffee.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not yet, but we will be roasting <laughs> coffee soon.
0: <laughs> Form and function. All right. I love you. Good night. Hey, thanks for listening to the show this week. If you'd like to learn more about Honeymoon Coffee Company, check them out on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. If you'd like to submit a question for a future episode, visit honeymooncoffeeco.com forward slash podcast. This podcast was produced by Wally Opus with editing by Brooklyn Hoffaditz, music composed by Sam Cuban, and project management by me, Wesley Luttrell. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again soon. All right. Do you think people are going to be worried about Snoopy?
1: I'm looking at him right now, and he is wagging his tail. Yeah. He is happy as a clam.
0: It was terrifying in the moment, but it looks like, He's aside from a few fun, scratches, yeah. he has white fur and some black spots, and um, he is the I answer can... to that joke, what's black and white and red all over. <laughs> He's, He's got a couple aw, of blood spots. <laughs> what? It's a joke.
1: Should I rub... um? hydrogen peroxide or alcohol I them? think
0: that would hurt him but maybe it's good I don't know
1: yeah, I just don't want it to get infected he does have a couple bite wounds where the dog's jaws were literally around his neck
0: yeah but at least now we know how we would respond in a moment of doggy terror